0: today on the Rita Me Do It Show. Welcome to a special episode of the Rita Me Do It Show. So many of you know that I am on, I guess we could call it a hiatus. It's like very little. Don't worry. It's almost over. Most of you probably didn't even realize it. <laughs> Blink and you missed it. But I come back in August with, you know, just our regular format, regular episodes, even better than before. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But uh, I I just couldn't leave you guys alone. Like I did not like that an episode didn't come out last week. I mean, I I got emails from people saying, I'm kind of glad, Rita, because I caught up, I binged and listened to everything, but I couldn't do it again. I just couldn't, I can't leave you guys alone. I wanted to give you some value. So I decided to bring you a bonus episode this week, and then you're gonna get a bonus episode next week as well. Um, And my new date, starting in August is Thursday. So my episodes have been going live on Tuesdays, but we are switching to Thursday going live. I'm really excited about that. Um, so you're getting this bo- first bonus episode. You're going to get a second bonus episode next week, and then we'll have back to normal, but better. <laughs> and I'll tell you about that. So what are these bonus episodes about? I mean, they're not just any bonus Episode. I decided to provide you with a Facebook Live that I did last week and a Facebook Live that I did today as these two bonus episodes because they were really well received. It's really hard to say, guys. (laughs) Try to say that. Really well received received. They're really well received. <laughs> um, so they're really well received. <laughs> I decided that I wanted to share these with you, especially because they help you participate in the cryptic July 26th event. So many of you have seen <laughs> that something is going on on July 26th. There have been these posts that go up that are, that just say July 26th, 20th 20, 20, I think it only says 20, July 26, 2020, are you in? Are you all in? And it, other than telling you that it doesn't cost any money and that it requires no time commitment on your part, in terms of like a specific day, a specific time, specific number of hours, but that it will change your business and it will change your life, right? Um, that's all it says. And so many of you have signed up. Many are you. Many of you are intrigued, and you wanted to know more. And so what I will say is, this episode and the episode you're going to hear next week are kind of part of that event. It prepares you to participate in the event. And so I thought these were really great episodes to air while all of that is going on because this Friday, you're listening to this on Thursday, the 23rd, well, I don't know when you're listening to this, but that's when it's aired is on July 23rd. So this first bonus episode is aired July 23rd and July 24th at 4 p.m. in the All in Entrepreneur is when I'm announcing exactly what July 26th is all about. And the next week we're really doing the thing. So anyway, These are really great episodes for you to listen to, find out more information, and kind of get an idea of what you might be called to do in response to signing up, this big kind of free, but I promise fun and hopefully you can trust me, cryptic event that really can make a huge impact in your business. So this episode is about what it takes to stop doubting yourself so you can go all in and build a successful and profitable business. And so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Let me know your thoughts and let me know if you have any questions about July 26th in the All in Entrepreneur or email me at Rita at Rita do it.com and then stay tuned because in the next episode's introduction you'll hear a little bit about what you can expect when we return with our regularly scheduled format in august all right everyone take care i'll talk to you soon because of rita i got on the news because of rita i had 15 speaking engagements last year because of rita i've become a six-figure business owner because, because, of, because rita. of rita I'm I've, be I've doubled You're my revenue by doubling employee. my clients I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach, also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest, and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine the conversation. Yeah, it'll be that real. Hi, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm a little late. My internet decided to like today. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is having tech problems. But yesterday, it was like every technical thing that could go wrong, went wrong. So um, but if you're here Say hello. Let me know that you're here. I'm really excited about our topic today. Our topic today is about taking more risks. It's how to stop doubting yourself so that you can take risks, right? Really, if I had to, like, it's like, take, I love this thing, take more risks. I love StreamYard, guys. If you guys don't know StreamYard, like, get to know it. Um, take more risks when you're here. Say hi. Let me know. If you, um, have not authorized StreamYard uh, yet. You'll see it in the instructions, like above me, how to authorize StreamYard. Uh, It's a little link you click on. That's how I'll be able to see your name to know that you're the one commenting. Otherwise, I won't be able to see your name. But I'm really, really, really excited for today's topic because taking risks is just absolutely crucial to the success of a business. And I shared in a post yesterday that like, Well, first, I guess, let me start by asking you guys a question. So, Patty, you're here. I don't know who else is here. But again, if you're here, say hi. What are some risks that you've taken in your business since you've started your business? Like, I'd love to know. Just type them in the comments. And if you're watching on replay, then type those in the comments below as well. But what are some risks that you've taken in your business? It can be recent. It could be when you started. It could be or even risks in your life that stand out. But I'd love to know if you can share what risks have you taken in your business especially, but it could be in your life at any point, right? What pops to mind when I ask you that question? What risks have you guys taken? I I really want you to share, right? Like what risk have you taken? And then let me know what got you to take the risk, right? What got you to take the risk? everything that I've ever done in my life that's moved my life forward in any meaningful real way has felt super scary um I don't know about you maybe maybe it's just me I know it's not just me I know it's not just me because clients but like everything that I've done that's moved me forward has felt terrifying right and I even shared a list the other day in the group so I'm gonna say you know like going to law school felt scary I mean I'd when I went to law school, I even moved to Chicago, a city I had only visited once. I had only visited the city once, didn't know anybody there, but knew I wanted to go away, knew I wanted to go there. I I did have one person who was gonna be my roommate, she bailed, I still went, right? Like, it was terrifying to go to law school. Um, Starting my own law practice felt terrifying. It was, you know, everything that happens when you start a business, right? Where am I gonna make the money? Where are the people gonna come from? Um, This isn't gonna work, right? Every guy, every relationship I've ever gotten into, every guy I've ever dated, it's been terrifying, right? Is it just me? But it's like, what if my heart breaks? What if this doesn't work out? What if like, I end up all alone? What if, what if, what if I get cheated on? What, like that was like the trajectory of all of my relationships, right? I went on 35 dates in 35 days, (laughs) y'all, 35, if you don't know, and I can tell that story some other time, just tell me in the comments that you don't know it and I will share it with you. But I went on 35 dates in 35 consecutive days with men I did not know, right? And I had them pick the activity because the entire point of that was to get uncomfortable. But that was scary. It was terrifying because I was also blogging about it, right? So here I was meeting men I didn't know. Going to places and doing activities that terrified me, like trapeze school or something like that, right? I always talk about that one. And I was like having to get super uncomfortable and I was blogging all about what I learned about myself during that, right? All of that felt terrifying um, when I invested in my first coach, terrifying, when I hired my first assistant, terrifying, right? I had no guarantees that any of this was going to work. Do you know what i mean like i had no guarantees that if i went to law school i was going to graduate and do well or get a job i didn't have any guarantee that like my marriage is is going to last forever right i had no guarantee that starting a singles group would take off the way it was i had no guarantee that anybody would come to my first meetup when i ran that singles group right i have no like guarantee that when i hired my assistant that I was actually going to make the money I was hoping to recoup from having the assistant, right? Like everything I have done that has moved me forward in a meaningful way has felt scary, whether it's offering a new product or a new service, raising my prices. I changed the name of my business, right? I changed the name of my business from women's business garden to Rita made me do it. And then I changed the name of the Facebook group this Facebook group from Women's Business Garden to the All-In Entrepreneur. That was terrifying, right? Literally everything I've done has felt scary, right? So I'm curious, what have you done? What have you taken a risk on and what got you to do it, okay? So Patty says, I took a bet on myself and invested with a coach. I love it, right? I think that getting teachers, getting mentors, Uh, getting that support, right? So we know we're not alone, but we have a brainstorming partner. I think that's so important, right? But Patty, my question for you that I'm curious about, what got you to do it, right? Because we always talk about that first part, what I just talked about, which is everything I've ever done that moved me forward in like a real significant way felt terrifying. But what we don't talk about enough is what enabled you to do it, right? Like what were the the mindsets or what were the reasons or what were the situations or what were the circumstances that said, okay, this is terrifying, but I'm going to do it. And then you did it. So Patty, what was it that allowed you to do that? That was, you know, you took a bet on yourself. That was scary. You were going to invest. You're getting a coach. What helped you go? I can do this. I can make this bet on myself. Okay. Patty says, I didn't want my business to fail right? I didn't want my business to fail. So really wanting the end result, right? Really believing in the end result, really wanting the end result is something that can really help you move forward with something that feels really scary, right? So again, if you're just jumping on, if you are watching on replay, what I would really love to know is what risk have you taken, whether it's in your business, or it's in your life, what risk have you taken? I'd love to talk about business, but you can also share in your life. And what was it that got you to be able to take the risk? Right. So I was sharing some of my risks with you. I'm looking down at my list of the <laughs> all the risks I've taken. So many scary risks, right? What got me to go to law school? Right. It was scary, I, and it wasn't really going to law school that was the scary, because kind of just applying and going to school that was you know high school, college that felt normal. But moving to Chicago was terrifying. I keep saying that word. It was terrifying. When I didn't know anybody and I didn't know the city and I mean, you know, it, we live in a city here in DC, but like Chicago's a city city. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a grown-up city. It's a big kid city and I knew nobody. I knew nothing. I had never been there. I had been there once. Right? That was it. So, what got me to do it? It's like I just really believed that I would be able, I believed in myself, right? I believed that I was going to be able to navigate the city, that I was going to be able to make friends at school, that I was going to get a job, that I was going to be okay living alone. I also knew that if I wasn't okay, I knew that I could take steps to make sure that that worked out, right? Same thing for when I, you know, get into a relationship. It's like the very first relationship I was in, broke my heart, like, a lot, really right? like, broke my heart a lot, it was so sad, it was just, it was a sweet, this, my very first real relationship, right, I call him, um, I don't remember what I call him in my blog, is that terrible, I don't, because he was the good one, right, he was the one that didn't do anything terrible to me, but, um, it was still really heartbreaking, right? It didn't work out. Like we loved each other a lot, but we just we were different people. And then I moved. And then I moved to Chicago for law school. And he stayed here, right? And um and so it's like when I got into another relationship right after that, that that one ended up being terrible, right? That ended up being full of manipulation and that ended up being full of just awful things. But the point is, right, I got into another one after that, and I got into another. So what allowed not not like that quickly guys <laughs> what allowed me to like keep dating and keep putting myself out there and keep getting into relationships whenever relationships were failing, right? It was that I just trusted that I would be able to navigate whatever happened. Does that make sense? So like, I'm really curious, like for you, when you really stop and think about the risks that you have taken in your life and your business, Right what 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 were the risks? That's what I want to know first, right? What were the risks? And then secondly, what allowed you to take those risks, right? So all of it, everything that I listed at the beginning was all something that I've done that has felt absolutely, absolutely terrifying. And what I've said, right, and what we've just talked about is that what really allows you to take that risk is when you believe. Right when you believe in yourself, when you believe in the the goal that you're wanting, like Patty said, right? Patty said that uh, what allowed her to take the risk was the desire for her business to be successful. So when you really believe in the end result, when you really believe in yourself, it's going to be easier to take that risk, right? But you hear about this concept about believing, right? Like, how do you believe when you don't have the guarantee of an outcome? So how many of you? I'm curious, and again, if you're watching on replay, please answer because I will absolutely come in and I will answer questions, but I'm curious. How many of you look for a guarantee in whatever you're doing for your business, kind of like before you do it or as you do it? And I would love for you to be honest, right? I would love for you to be honest. I mean, I have in the past and I fall into that pattern time and time again, right? But it's like, here's the way that this shows up, the looking for the guarantee, right? you post on social media. Okay. So let's say that you come up with a a really great post. You're sitting there and you're like, yes, this is my inspired post. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it in all of the Facebook groups. And I'm so excited. Right. And people are going to love this post. And then you put it out and no one likes it no one comments on it no one's engaging with it no one's sharing it right and you're looking for the engagement and you're looking for the shares and you're looking for the likes and you're looking for all of that as a sign that that was a good post and also a sign that like what you're doing your strategy is working right does that make sense so like this facebook live there are four of you on now there were two of you on before there was one on before right like i really thought this facebook live was gonna have a million people <laughs> i really didn't but i'm not like the only reason i know how many people are on it is because Streamyard puts it right by my eye, so like i can't not see it even if i didn't want to right but like looking for guarantees would be well before i go live Before I go live on Facebook, I need to know that people are going to show up. So, like, let me get commitments from people to show up before I go live, right? That would be looking for a guarantee. But it's like a false guarantee, right? Because people can say that they're going to show up to something and then they're not going to show up for it, right? You know what I mean? But then also, like, Looking for guarantees is looking for evidence, right? Evidence that it's working, evidence that people like it, evidence. So that would be me doing this Facebook Live and then coming back and watching and saying, Why is nobody engaging? Or why are people falling off after only the first minute on replay? Or why is it that nobody really is watching the replay? Why is nobody, you know, whatever? Or I look at my um podcast, like looking for a guarantee that it's working is how many listens do I have of each episode? Is it growing? Is it where I want it to be? And if I don't see it, right? If I don't see the evidence and I'm like, it's not working, right? So if you have those moments where you have a strategy and you go to implement the strategy, but then you bail on the strategy because you're not seeing the evidence that it's working, right? You don't actually really believe. Does that make sense? You don't actually really believe that your business is going to be successful. Or that what you do will eventually, right, create a successful business if you're looking for evidence that the things you're doing are creating success. Because if you just believed it, if you just knew, I'm totally going to run a seven-figure business. Like, trust me, guys, it is completely and totally inevitable that I'm going to run a seven-figure business very soon, right? Um, I don't know when, though. And I don't know how it's going to happen. I have no clue how it's going to happen, but I am a hundred percent confident that it's going to happen. Right. And there, and I'll tell you why I'm able to do that. Right. But how about you? Like, I don't know. I don't, I had no guarantee that people were going to like this topic or hop on this Facebook live. Right. I had no idea, but like, it's completely and totally inevitable that whatever I do will be successful and will bring me clients will bring me the opportunities I want. I don't know exactly how, right? But it's completely and totally inevitable. But if I didn't really believe that I would be looking for proof that my business will be successful. I would be looking for proof in terms of like, how many people are watching my live? How many of you are commenting on it? How many members do I have in my Facebook group? How many people? And when I don't see the evidence, I'm going to go, Oh, see, this isn't going to be successful. It's not going to work. Does this make sense? So like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you hear though, so how do you do it? Like you hear this concept about believe. Believe in yourself, believe in your business, believe in the outcome, but it can be really hard, right, to do that, and that's why we start looking for evidence, but what I want you to see is that the reason that you're looking for the evidence that something is working or that people are going to like it or people are going to buy it or whatever is because you don't actually believe that people are going to buy it or that it's going to work or that people are going to like it. And so what happens is our thoughts create our results, right? I think we kind of all know that by now like your thoughts lead to your feelings, your feelings dictate your actions and your actions create your results. So let me put this into like a quick example. Uh, I have a program the most important thing. We just finished it, right? We just had our last group session. We're finishing it out completely this Friday. It opens again in September, but like so so i have this this group program right and let's say that i put out this group program and I, I start the launch i start the launch for this program and i start it by doing i don't know like a facebook live right and let's say nobody logs on to the facebook live and nobody uh comes to anything i'm like oh my gosh people aren't gonna like this program right people are not gonna like this program and then all of a sudden it's like no matter what i do nobody's signing up for the program right why does that happen okay why does that happen here's what's going on if you don't really 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 believe people are going to love the program and you're going to fill it and it's going to be incredible and it's going to have an engaging group and it's just going to go every way you want it to your internal feeling is like "Eh, i don't think this is going to work right so how does that dictate your actions even when you're trying to override right when you have that small like I don't think this is going to work. I just don't think this is going to work. How do you like, and then you have like the bigger feeling of like, no, no, I want it to work. It's going to be great. People are going to love it, but you still have the eh, I don't know. Right. So you're trying to override the eh, I'm going to keep saying that. eh, I don't know feeling right. You're going to keep trying to override that. But what happens is that feeling dictates your actions. Meaning when you log on for your first Facebook live to launch the program and you don't have a big turnout, you're less likely to share it. You're not going to share the replay. You're not going to send an email about it. You're not going to post it in a million other groups. You're not, you're just going to kind of let it like disappear. Or maybe it means you're not going to do the second Facebook live. Or maybe when you come on the second Facebook live, because the first Facebook live, didn't really have a good turnout, now your energy's lower, right? And now the second Facebook Live isn't going as well as you wanted. And so now you're really not going to share it. Now you've decided not to do the third, fourth, and fifth Facebook Live. Or maybe for your launch, you were going to send some emails. And you send an email, and you're so excited. You're like, I'm going to do it. And people are going to love this program. And they're going to open the emails. And they're going to click. And they're going to buy. And so you do it, right? But in your mind, you still have that, "Eh." I don't know i don't really know if this program's gonna work i don't know if this program's gonna fill i don't really know right so you send the email and then like some people open it but nobody buys people click but nobody buys and then like people start unsubscribing and you're like oh my god right the reason that and that stops you from sending more emails you're like oh my gosh people are unsubscribing they're upset that i'm emailing them i'm just gonna stop right but you have to see that it wasn't your strategy that caused like the lack of results. It was the fact that going into the strategy, whether that was a Facebook live series like I talk about or an email, right, that I talk about, you didn't really believe that the program was gonna fill or work, right? So the minute there was evidence that kind of backed that up, you took that as truth, (laughs) like it's not gonna work and you started then creating your results whether that was cuz you weren't doing certain things you weren't as bold you weren't as visible you weren't as energetic you weren't as whatever right whereas if you had really 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 truly believed that this program is going to fill and you had no eh, no uh, like it's going to be successful this program is going to be great i don't know when i don't know how i don't know whatever <laughs> i just know it's going to be Right, and you log on and you do a Facebook Live, and barely anybody's on and nobody comments. It doesn't bother you because you know this program is going to fill, so you just show up for the next one and you show up for the next one because you're not needing to look for the evidence that it would work. So like your your energy is high, and guess what happens? Like over the course of your launch, right, people start coming in and people start signing up. Does this make sense? Do you guys see what I'm saying? So, oh, Lisa, hi. Lisa's like, believe, believe. So oftentimes we'll believe 80%, but we won't believe 20%. But we go into this strategy for whatever we want, getting a client, launching a program, doing all of this stuff. We go into it feeling gung-ho, right? But there's still that 20% of like, ah, I don't believe. Right. I, don't, I just don't believe that this is going to work or my business is going to work. Or I don't believe people are ever going to pay me the money I want. Or I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe. Right. And if you have any of that like dwelling inside of you, right. And it lingers, right. It's not that we don't feel it ever. Right. It's going to pop up all the time. I still get the moments. Right. But if you don't know how to work through it and if it lingers as you're taking your actions, what's going to happen, right, is that it, you're going to create the non result. Because your actions will be different because you won't believe. And so every little thing, you're looking for the evidence to back it up. Because whatever we think, we look for the evidence to back it up. Does that make sense? So we'll prove it. So if it's like I go into dating, remember, I used to be a dating coach, right? So if I go into dating and I'm like, yeah, there are no good guys out there. Guess what's going to happen on all my dates? I'm looking for the evidence to make me true, to make me right, right? And I will find it we find what we look for. So if we're looking for evidence, we will find it. So if you go into something and you're like, "Uh," even a 20% and even if it feels like it's overridden by the 80%, you're like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I'm really going to get a client. I don't know that anybody's ever going to sign up for this package. I don't know that anybody's ever going to pay this money. I don't know that this is ever really going to be a thing, right? What happens is you will look for all of the evidence to make you true and you will find it. And when you find it, it then creates a ripple effect of your actions, not doing certain things as much, not doing them in the same way. Not, and you end up not getting the results. But instead of saying, oh, I created the no results situation, you go, see, this doesn't work. See, people don't like my Facebook lives. People don't like my emails. People don't like my programs. People don't like my products. People don't like great. Right? And then you're just going to stop. Right? Because you doubt yourself. You doubt other people. Is this making sense, guys? Are you guys like, yes, no, in the comments? Let me know. So it's really important that you believe because if everything that you do that moves you forward feels scary and is gonna cause like that feeling of doubt, that feeling of whatever that could create the situation, right? Of you not believing that it's gonna work, right? Yet you can't move forward without taking risks. So now you know, well, to do it, I have to 100% believe. Again, How do you do it? How do you believe 100%? And it starts with you. So having this deep belief that your business is going to work, that your business is going to succeed, that your business is going to bring you all of the things that you want, right? Having that deep belief requires you to trust you to start with you. And it's all about trust. You cannot have a deep belief in the success of your business if you do not trust you 100%. So, what does that mean? Number one, you have to trust yourself to do the things necessary to get the results you want. And I'm going to tell you how you develop the trust later. Okay. But for now, how many of you can say that's 100% true that you trust yourself to do everything it takes to get the results that you want? So, let's say the results that you want do require being visible every day in many Facebook lives or sending lots of emails or going networking or getting up and speaking or pitching the media or so these all require actions of like creating your pitch pitching the media maybe it requires you hiring a coach or a pr person to help maybe it requires hiring an assistant maybe like all the actions you need to take right do you trust yourself to take the actions a lot of times the answer stops here and the answer for people is no and the reason why is because they haven't done it before right? Like me and working out. Let's talk about, let's talk about me and not working out is like more like it, right? If I were to say today, I'm going to go to the gym three times next week. I'm going to go to the gym three times next week. My brain is already like, eh, even though I'm like, no, my pool is open. I can go swimming again. (laughs) Like, it's going to be great, right? But my brain's like, no. And you know why? Because I have not followed through on that promise before, do you know what I mean? So when I'm not consistent with my promises, when I don't show up for myself in the past, I'm not going to trust myself to do the things that I need to do to get the results I want. Cause I I've, I've stopped before I, but like I will ignore that or I won't see that in my fitness life, it impacts my business life. I could have shown up and done every single thing in my business, but if there are other areas in my life where I'm not following through, that can still manifest in my business and keep me from taking action. Does that make sense guys? guys are quiet today I need some you know me I need some interaction (laughs) I need some energy guys I'm I'm trying to bring it though I'm bringing it this morning for all of us um so number one you really need to trust yourself to do the things necessary and I'll tell you how to develop that trust in a minute but that's not the only kind of trust you need to have so we're saying how do you have this deep belief that your business will succeed without worrying about the result, right? Like without looking to results, like numbers of opens, numbers of views, numbers of followers, numbers of interactors to be the evidence of it. How can you just believe even when there's no evidence that shows that you're on the right track? How can you 100% believe in your success? You have to trust yourself. But there are two levels of trust. Number one, you have to trust yourself to do the things necessary to get the results that you want. And number two, you have to trust that you can navigate any result that happens, okay? Any result that happens. Does that make sense? How does that feel for you guys? Do you trust yourself to navigate whatever result? This is usually where the trust issue is. So a lot of people I work with actually trust themselves to take the action. They hire me because they might need some help. Right Rita, I really do need some help in understanding how to script a good talk or I really need some help and how do I do a book launch or I need some help in how do I get some clients or I need some help and like how do I have a sales call? What kinds of welcome packets do I put together, right? Like oftentimes what people do for the most part trust themselves to take the actions or to be able to take the actions to get the results. Here's where it stops for most people. Trusting themselves to navigate any result. Because there have been times where we didn't navigate the result well, right? Go to a breakup. Like the reason why after a breakup, if that breakup derails me, if I am like down and out for months and I am just like crying and like snot is everywhere <laughs> and like I'm not going out and seeing my friends and i am not showering, you know, if that just like sidetracks me, then I'm going to be more hesitant to get into another relationship because not because I don't think I can get into a relationship, not because I don't think I can do the things it takes to date somebody or be in a relationship, but because I don't trust myself to navigate another breakup, right? I don't trust or believe in my ability to navigate in that outcome, right? That's what happens with business owners all of the time. So like business owners, right? Are They might trust themselves to do the things, to do Facebook Live, for example, let's keep this Facebook Live uh, example going, but they don't, and what they don't recognize is that they don't trust themselves to navigate the results of what happens from doing the Facebook Live, either way, right? So if no one shows up, if not one person logs into Facebook Live, if not one person comments, if not one person, XYZs, they don't trust in their ability to be able to navigate that and stay in action. They feel like it's going to sidetrack them, like it's going to derail them. What if you launch a program? What if you create a program and you launch it and no one buys it? Like, let's just say no one buys this program, okay? Okay. Do you trust your ability to navigate that outcome successfully without it derailing you, without it sidetracking you, without it making you like t- stop and doubt and not believe in your business, right? So this is the trust that is usually the one that is lacking for most people that come to me. They trust that they can take actions, but they don't trust that they can navigate whatever results from taking those actions, right? This is why I can take all these actions time and time again, right? I trust in my ability to do the things or to hire the people to help me or to figure it out or to whatever, right? But I also trust that no matter what happens, I can navigate it. It doesn't matter if nobody signs up (coughs) for a program I I put out. It doesn't matter if nobody comments on a Facebook live, y'all. It doesn't matter if nobody comments. It doesn't matter if I don't get any replies to an email or if 20 people unsubscribe, like because My success is completely and totally inevitable. Could it be from the newsletters I'm sending? Could it be from the Facebooks I'm doing? Sure, it could be from that strategy, but can also come in a way that I can't see and that I have no idea is coming. I just believe it's coming. I don't have to know how it's coming. My only job is to show up and take action, right? So if I just keep showing up and taking action, I can't help but get to the results that I want, right? I don't know when, I don't know how, but I can't help. I get to the results I want. So it doesn't matter if the individual things that I'm doing don't, don't like work or have the results that I want. And that's why they don't derail me. And because I know they don't derail me, I can take them and it doesn't matter. And I can stay in action, right? Because I trust that I can navigate whatever. If I put out a program and no one buys it, like I trust that I'm able to go generate income in another way through my own business. I even trust that one day I could go get a side job if I needed to, right? Like I trust that I can figure it out. I will never like not figure it out. So whatever happens to my finances, whatever happens to my marriage, whatever happens to my health, whatever, I have developed a deep trust in my ability to navigate whatever results from any of the actions I take. Is this like resonating with you guys? So like, trust in yourself is what creates a deep belief in your success in your business so when you hear people say just believe just believe in your success just believe in your business just believe and it will all come it's not that easy belief isn't just yes i believe that i can do this thing right, or i believe that this thing will happen it's not i believe that i'll have seven figures in my business or i believe that i will buy a sports car next week or i will i believe whatever it's that i trust myself on the two levels i need to trust myself and when you trust that you you believe 100 that you're going to get whatever you want if you can take any action and if you can navigate any result how can you not have success that you want right how can you not reach success and we're going to talk in a couple of weeks about the definition of success but like in general how can you not be successful if you can show up and take any action and navigate any result, then you can't not have belief, right? That you're gonna reach success. Does that does that make sense right here, guys? Are you guys? Yes, no? I'm looking at comments. I see like Lisa says cute the music. <laughs> so I want to tell you about my client Carrie. Okay, so I had a client named Gary. She was an attorney and she came to me because she actually had a lot of work. She had a good she she had a lot of work she was really she was like having to turn work down she was busy her schedule was full but she was not making the money that she wanted okay so she wasn't she was making good money she just wasn't making the money that she wanted and she was so full with her schedule that she didn't have capacity for more like more clients and things so she came to me saying rita i need a marketing plan right? I need a marketing plan. I need to get better clients. I need to get, how many of you have said this before? Honestly, I need to get in front of the right people. If I could just get in front of the right people, or if I could just get in front of people with money, who has the money to pay me? If I could just get in front of those people, you know, cause there's a bar where I'm just, you know, these right people with money that will pay you are just hanging out. Right. But you know what I mean? So like, she came to me for that. She was like, look, I'm full, but they're not with the right clients, right? I need to be making more money. I'm full. I've got business. I'm turning it down. But I want clients that will pay me more money so I can have fewer clients or I can have more clients and more money or whatever, right? Whichever way it went. And she was like, so I need you to help me with a marketing plan. (laughs) And as we like talked about it and talked about all of the stuff, what I realized was that's not at all like what we needed, right? So she had this wonderful vision of like, how she wanted to grow her, her law firm. She knew exactly. I mean, she was clear about what she wanted. She had a very healthy relationship with like her plans for her business. Right. But what she did not have was a healthy relationship with money. She did not have a healthy relationship with money. And I'm going to loop this to the trust and I'm going to loop this right to what we're talking about here, like about this, especially. Okay these two things okay so we're gonna we're gonna talk about all of this so when i i visited her office because she was like productivity rita if i could just be more productive and if i could just get in front of the right clients and if i could just whatever then i'm gonna have a successful business and so i i visited her company and I saw very quickly she had really outdated equipment. It was like really outdated technology. She had a secretary, but she didn't have any other support like a paralegal or other lawyers or anything like that. She didn't have an assistant for herself. So she had she had a copier that was like, oh my gosh, like the kind you have to crawl inside and pull out the toner cartridge and then like the toner is all over. You know what I mean? Like she had a really old, and it wasn't even like a huge. Um, it wasn't even like the biggest like office. To, and for people who aren't lawyers, I'm sure you can imagine lawyers go through a lot of paper, right? So she had really outdated old equipment and she only had a secretary, right? But she had business coming through the door. and like, uh, so what I looked at is I said, okay, so then I watched her secretary have to reboot the computer like three times in a row, right? I watched her secretary have to reboot the computer three times in a row. So I asked her about it. I was like, Hey, You got some outdated technology, you got some outdated equipment, like you've only got a secretary, but you've got all this business coming in, right? But she had rules. So she had put these money rules in place about when you could spend money and when you could like hire people and when you could invest in certain things in your business, right? So she came up with these rules that once I reach X level, then I'll be able to hire a paralegal. Or once I'm generating this much revenue, then I'll be able to hire an assistant and a paralegal or a law clerk or whatever, right? once i'm I've hit this milestone financially, then I can or once I have this many clients, then I can go get the copier. Then I can go upgrade my equipment, right? That was what she had set rules around what was a like what the trigger moment was that would allow her to hire more people or to buy new equipment. So I don't know how many of you have done that in your business, right? But that's kind of common, right? But I kept like digging into it because while it's common, it actually can be a huge indicator of having like a a not healthy relationship with money. So I kept talking to her, I kept hearing her say all this stuff. And I looked around again, we were sitting at this conference table, it was terrible. We were sitting at this conference table and I was looking around and I was like, look, I have to be really honest with you. That's why you hired me, right? You keep saying you can't get support and you can't get better equipment until you make more money right and you're hiring me to give you a marketing plan to help you make more money but i'm going to be 100 percent honest you cannot make more money until you get support and you upgrade your equipment there is no way that any strategy or plan or whatever is going to take you to the next level right what will take you to the next level with a strategy or plan in place will be when you have the support and you have the equipment right so we have to do that first and she had this like whole but no i can't spend the money until i've made this money over here and that was keeping her stuck in her business it was keeping her business from moving forward because she had these rules around money so i asked her where these rules came from and it turns out right it wasn't like a direct answer it was a very long conversation but it turns out that when she was younger like graduating high school, going into college, it was mainly college, right? She was terrible with money, right? She she got into a lot of credit card debt. She had a car repossessed. She didn't pay some bills. Like, it was, it was bad, right? Her relationship with money back then was terrible, and she did not spend it wisely, and she got into a lot of financial trouble, right? But, like, 20 years had passed since that date, okay? 20 years had passed since that time frame in her life. And she had created really great habits around money. She wasn't in debt. She, you know, was paying her bills on time, like all of this stuff. Right. But here's the thing, growing up, the reason that she spent money like that in college, because this is part of it too, her parents spent money frivolously, right? So her parents, she was modeling her parents, they spent money like, like in a crazy way, right? They were like, going out, they were you know doing all these things, they were whatever. So she modeled that behavior, spent money poorly, right? But cut to 20 years later and she was spending money. Great. She had really good healthy habits with money. So when I dug on the money, it actually surprised her to go, Oh my gosh, like I don't actually trust myself to spend the money wisely, which is why I don't want to invest it in, a law clerk or a paralegal or new equipment because inside somewhere she was doubting herself she could not trust herself and it was on such a deep level she didn't even know it right but she couldn't trust herself to spend money wisely so that's why she thought well if i get it like she couldn't believe that getting the assistant would help her make more money she wanted to make sure she had money To afford the assistant right before she hired the assistant or she wanted to make sure she had the money to afford the new equipment before getting the new equipment because she didn't actually believe in her ability like enter into situations that would help her make more money. She thought she would spend the money poorly. So in her mind, it's like, I might hire an assistant, but that assistant isn't going to do work well. And I'm not going to save any time. I'm still going to have to follow up after the assistant. I'm still going to have to do all this stuff. It's going to cost me more time. It's going to cost me more. I don't see how an assistant could help me make any more money at all. Like I know it in theory, but in reality, it doesn't look like that. That's not going to be the thing that helps me right now. What I need is more clients, right? But the reality of the freaking situation where she could not handle more clients and she wasn't going to attract the clients she wanted with like this outdated technology and no support right but once we got to the core of it that it was that she didn't trust herself right she wanted marketing strategy to get more money to get the support right but really she needed the support and the equipment to get more money and because she had spent money poorly Right. At a way long, long, long ago in her life, she did not trust herself. Right. She did not trust herself. So she had that's why she had put all these rules in place to begin with around when you can spend money, when you can't spend money, what level of business she had to be at to do certain things. Right. She put those rules in place because she thought they were protecting her. But and helping her get to where she wanted to go in her business. But when she looked at really the source of those rules, which is a lack of trust in her ability to spend money wisely, or if she makes a bad investment and navigate it, right? Like she didn't trust in her ability to navigate if she hired a bad assistant, or if she bought equipment that didn't work, or if she signed a contract and like it wasn't manifesting money for her or whatever, right? She did not trust Herself. And that's why she put those rules in place, right? So, what I hope you can see from this is like, stop saying once I X, then I can Y. Because nine out of 10 times, not all the time, there's always an exception to the rule, guys, always. But like, it is only by Y that you can X, right? So, like, once I publish my book, then I can really focus on my business. Or once I get on TV, then I can get a great website. Or once I have business cards and a website, then i can go network or once it's like no like don't right like no you can go network without you know once i'm networking then i can get clients but i can't go network until i have business it's like no like it's always the opposite does this make sense so it's important that we go back to this you have to trust yourself you have to have this deep belief in yourself but how do you trust yourself, right? You guys are being super, super quiet. So are you there? Is this resonating? What is an aha moment for you? Like, are you like, I want to know, I need to know. Do you feel like you trust yourself? Do you feel like you doubt yourself, that you doubt your ability to navigate the results? Do you feel like you doubt your ability to take action or take action consistently? I'd really love to know whatever you want to share. And I promise when you share it, you're going to help other people who are feeling the same way, right? Now, how do you do this? How do you develop trust in yourself so that you can take scary, uncomfortable actions that have no guarantees that they're going to bring you the results that you want, right? How do you develop this trust of just taking the action and navigating any result that happens from taking that big, scary action? Number one, you really need to know your core values because when you operate knowing your core values, you have higher self-esteem when you're in alignment with it. So, I've gone into this before. I'm not going to go into this now. You just have to trust me on it. There's actually a formula. You can search for an old video in the group called like feel the feel the fear, fear no more, fear no more. And you'll hear the the whole formula. But basically, when you know your core values and your everyday actions are in alignment with your core values, your self-esteem is high. And when your self-esteem is high, what that means is you like yourself. And when you like yourself, you're not afraid like your fear is lower so the more you like yourself the lower your fear right fear of failure rejection other people's opinions so you need that self-esteem to be high so that you trust yourself to take action and to navigate right so we can move past the fears and do these things so it's really important that you know your core values but more importantly that you're aligning your everyday actions with your core values so if you don't know that like write that down because for the next couple weeks we're going to be talking about this stuff guys um a good way to start trusting yourself is to complete a self-inventory. So self-inventory is like a list of just like all of your strengths, all of your experiences, whether they're professional or personal, all of the compliments you've gotten, all of the awards you've won, all of the things that you can do, all of the milestones you've achieved, whether it was in personal or professional, right? It's like, did you plan your grandma's 70th birthday party for a surprise party and coordinate like a hundred family members? Cool. Like, that's an achievement, right? But it's writing down all of your skills. It's writing down all of your education. It's writing down all of your accomplishments, all of your awards, personal professional. Did you fix the toilet? Cool. Right. Are you able to keep a plant alive? Awesome. Cause I can't. Right. So like write all of that stuff down. It really helps you see on paper, right? Everything you've achieved and done. And so tapping back into your ability, right? is important and also write down a time in this inventory, write down times where you didn't think you were going to be able to do something but you did it. Like or when you were scared to do something but you did it, right? And where you navigated messy results. So think about riding a bike, right? Like you weren't 100% sure that was going to work, right? And you probably fell many times, but you navigated the falls and eventually you rode the bike, right? So write all of that kind of stuff down on your self inventory. And then after you have these self inventory, look and find the evidence right look and find the evidence all of this evidence of your ability to take actions that are scary and uncomfortable right highlight them mark them remind yourself of them and also then in a different color highlight all the times you navigated a result that was not what you anticipated and you still navigated it successfully okay so i want you to do that right yeah lisa's like i have doubts sometimes we all do right we all do this is the tool Right. That's going to allow you. These are. This is. These are the steps that will allow you to move past it. It's not that you're never going to doubt yourself. Right. It's that it's going to last for one second, and you're going to move through it. Right. The next step is to ignite your joy. Right. Because when you're feeling happy and you're feeling fulfilled, right, then you're not afraid of like the things you're going to lose. So when you're in abundance, when you're in gratitude, when you're uh, doing things that light you up that spark you or like spark your fire ignite your joy all this stuff right you are more likely to stay in action with all of these uncomfortable things when you're rewarding yourself and self soothing and you really are enjoying your life like it won't take away from it right a lot of times we're scared of more more failure more rejection more sad because we have all of these other areas of our life that haven't been addressed right and then get clarity around your business, because we're, we're talking about trusting yourself to take really scary actions. But we're really talking about it to take scary business actions. Right. And so when you have clarity about your business, like who you're helping, how you're helping them, what you're offering, what your strategies are, how you do, where you're trying to go, you can really connect to that. It is completely, totally inevitable. That I'm going to have this outcome. I don't need to know how or when. And it may be from the actions I'm taking and it may be some other way I don't even know about. But my job is to take the actions at the level of the results that I want, right? So when you show up and you do that, right, you can take those actions at the results that you want with confidence because you're clear. You're clear about your goals, you're clear about your values, you're clear about your ideal clients, you're clear about your offerings, you're clear about A lot of stuff. And you just know, as long as I just keep taking the actions that are at the level of the results I want, helping the people I want in the way I want, right? With that 100% belief, which comes from the trust in yourself, right? You can't help but get the results. So hopefully, guys, this helped you, right? Hopefully, this helps you to take more risks. Now, I will say, how many of you noticed? I would love to know. Hey, Alex. Hey, yes. I love it. I love it. Yes. How many of you noticed a cryptic post in the group the other day? Right. So I posted it yesterday. You're going to see it again. But all it says is, are you in July 26, 20, 7, 26, 20? 20. Are you in? And it asked you to just declare that you're all in. Are you all in? And it asked you to declare if you're all in. And then for people that declared that they're all in, I said, cool. And I gave a website. I gave a website and said, go to this website if you're really all in and follow the instructions here. Now, guys, I'm gonna ask you because we're talking about taking risks, we're talking about like being uncomfortable, we're talking about trusting yourself, right? This doesn't cost any money. There's no money involved. Um, it's, you know, it's not, if you spend money, it's not on me, it's on you, right? Um, but you don't have to, right? So I'm gonna put the link right here. It doesn't have to cost you a penny, right? There are no time commitments. There are no date commitments. There are no obligations. You're not obligating yourself to like anything like that. So if you know that, that it's not going to cost you a penny and that you don't have to commit to a day or a time of the week, right? Anything like that. You don't even have to have a business. It, it It's helpful, obviously, in the all-in-entrepreneur, if you have a business or something that you do as a side business or something like that, right? But you don't have to. So if you are ready to say, I'm going to step into that full belief, I am going to trust in myself to take any action and also to navigate whatever results from that action, then I want you to prove it by signing up at co slash I'm all in. And you'll get a confirmation and then you'll see what's next. It's all very secretive. <laughs> it's all very hush-hush secretive. Um, some of you may have an idea because I did something similar before, um, but I always change things up. Um, so, anyway, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's my favorite time of year, y'all. This is where this cryptic post just like either really excites people or really scares people. <laughs> it really makes them want to just say, yes, I'm in or not, right? So, how many of you are all in? How many of you are gonna go to this link and just Follow the instructions to be all in knowing it doesn't cost a dime and it doesn't, you're not signing up for like a class. You're not obligating yourself to anything, right? You're not giving me your firstborn children or anything like that. So how many of you are going to be all in? Say it in the comments. I want to know it. If you're on replay, let me know. Did you go to this link and did you sign up or are you going to sign up? And what signing up requires is trust in yourself right trust in yourself to take actions whatever the actions are and trust in yourself to navigate whatever results from taking the action of signing up so who has signed up lisa says done i love it yeah i love people who just trust in themselves and just do the thing right that's my favorite thing people who just trust in themselves and do the thing so guys i have to go i have a client call soon But this, this link right here, be all in. Am I doing that right? Like it's so weird. I don't care. There you go. Be all in. Be all in. This is a great way for you to do what we're talking about here, which is flex this muscle and just trust. If you trust me, and I hope you do, right? And I'm telling you, no money, no class, date, time, commitments, nothing like that, right? If you trust that and you trust me, then this is the way to say, I trust myself to take this action and sign up. I trust myself to take whatever actions come after this. I trust myself to navigate whatever results from taking this action and any other actions. Oh, I love it. Patty is all in. She has already signed up. So guys go to the link, declare that you're all in, step into some discomfort. Remember everything I've ever done in my business has felt scary. Allow yourself to feel uncomfortable. Allow allow yourself to feel scary. And in the meantime, go through all of the steps that we went through so that you can trust in your ability to take actions, trust in your ability to navigate whatever results from actions by doing those five steps that we talked about. Okay. All right, guys, don't worry. You'll be seeing a lot of me. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.